You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Good to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. I, I, I'm literally spending every, and Dan, please take no offense, wrist crusher. I'm taking every top of the hour news break to go outside and enjoy this weather while we Do still Do it now. Can. It's pretty nice. Here we go. Yeah, 19 tonight. By the way, and I had planted some grass seed over the weekend. This is a gentle reminder. I still have my hose hooked up. I will be disconnecting that hose tonight. And I would recommend everybody else who may have gotten a little spring fever over the mm-hmm, weekend. Mm-hmm. Will the it, neighbors see you in their backyard? Right. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to find Scott tonight, look for the flashlight bouncing around Western Shawnee going up to people's homes. Super awkward. You know, I... You're a good neighbor. You're a good neighbor. I just... It wouldn't be what I, the path that I would choose, but you are a good neighbor. He's like State Farm. He's there. I've seen it. I've been there. I've done it. Scott Parks is there. In the bushes. I just, I, never in a million years did I think being a good neighbor, a courteous good neighbor, would be a punchline for the three of you. I, I really didn't. And I would hope that if you had your hose hooked up at your home mm-hmm. and your neighbor came over to unhook it so that your pipes didn't freeze mm-hmm. and your house didn't get flooded, um, that you would thank them. But no, you mock me, you ridicule me. <laughs> You say I should be shot? No, I did you, not no, say you, you should you, be shot. I said I worry with you and your little pin light going into somebody's yard that you will be shot because they will think you're some kind of peeper creeper weirdo. Yeah, not should, could. Could. I have a real concern about you roaming around at night in someone else's yard. I also walk through my neighbor's yard and pick up my dog's poop. Okay, let's just do those things when it's daylight. That's all I've ever said. I don't think it's a good idea to go rooting around in somebody else's yard at night. You know what you could use? Daylight. A, a headlamp. Your paint by numbers glasses. Oh, there you go. They have a light built in. Okay. Uh, obviously, this is make fun of Scott Week. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Week. Year. All right. <laughs> uh, I am sending out a new public service announcement this week. It is similar to the public service announcement I sent out last week. And every week prior that there has been a bank robbery with someone walking in wearing a mask. Saw this story today thinking it was the other bank robbery from last week. It's not. It's a new robbery. Authorities here are investigating a bank robbery at Mizuma Credit Union in Kansas City. FBI is investigating the robbery at 93rd and Troost. It happened at the Mizuma Credit Union just after 1 p.m. Uh, The suspect, described as a thin-built male with white T-shirt, dark shorts, and a bright, large red face mask, walked in, threatened the tailor with an explosive device just like last week, and demanded money. He fled the scene on foot with an unspecified amount of money. No one was injured. There's no additional information at this time. All right, look at this guy. He's COVID conscious. He walks in wearing a backpack and a gigantic mask, like the kind that you can only see, like a surgeon would wear. You can only see his eyes peeking out. When are banks going to say you are not allowed to walk in here wearing a mask? Not a neck gaiter, not, none of it. Well, you're just you trip the panic button the minute you see that guy walking in. But but <laughs> he ain't there to make a withdrawal. He's there to take a withdrawal. Okay. Well, I think they're one and the same. But um, once he's walked in the door, what what do you do? Hey, ne'er do well. Turn around. Go away. He's there to do bad things. He's he's not going to 
you're right, I'm sorry. I'm here to rob the bank, but you you <laughs> caught me. I'm going to turn around and go home. Look, the word on the street has gotten out that this is how you rob banks. It's happening every single week. So if I'm a bank teller and you come in with all due respect wearing a mask, I just automatically am putting my hands up in the air. But here's here's the deal. COVID is making a bit of a comeback. My brother just had it. I, I know several people in my personal life. If you have COVID, why are you walking inside the bank? Well, why don't you just go to the drive-thru? No, what I'm saying is that people who don't have COVID are are wearing masks again. You don't go to the grocery store. No, I do not. I do. I go to the grocery store three times a week. There are people wearing masks all over the place. Okay. All I think the bank should say is that if you are a masked customer for any reason, Maybe you have hepatitis. Maybe you have a bomb um, and you want to rob us. You are going to be a drive through customer. Mask, no lobby for you. Wait, so drive through only. But once they're, they're already in the lobby, they're not going to turn around. They came to do bad things. They're going to walk up to the counter and go. You put a sign on every door that says no masked customers. Go through the drive through. Try a, to drop me through the drive through and there, we'll talk. There's also a sign on the door that says no guns allowed. And no fake explosives. Well, I think that's kind of. I just don't think anyone should be walking into a bank wearing a mask. I'm sorry. I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is once they've entered the bank, you can't just go ne'er do well with a mask on, sir, turn around and leave. He's going to say, no, I came to rob the bank without you knowing who I am. Give me the money. I'm going to hit this button. I'm going to shoot you in the face. Okay, I'm not going to hit the button. Here's the money. Once they get, I mean, unless you put a security guard at the front door of a bank. Right, which is money. Every, which, is, which is money. That's right. That's, that's right. Now, listen to this. A uh, friend of mine in law enforcement says one of the banks in northern Johnson County used to hold you in their vestibule until they verified who you are. Where? It's a vestibule holding center, Scott. You walk in and you cannot cross you wait to be beeped the in. threshold until they verify who you are. So this guy walks in with a mask and you say, excuse me, you look like a ne'er-do-well. We're going to trap you in the vestibule until you tell me who you are, why you are here, show me your driver's license. Look, I can't get into my kid's school mm. to get one of my children out of school this is a without fair point. showing a driver's license. This is a fair point. That's so a- we vestibule everybody. New rule. You stay in the foyer and you don't get in until we know who you are. Bingo. Problem solved. Hmm. Until he shoots through the glass of the vestibule. It's bulletproof to... glass. It's a bank. No, it's not. No, it's just regular. Well, we should glass. probably work on the vestibule glass. All right. Dana, you'll get no argument from me. Okay. I, I, I think. Problem that... solved. <laughs> I'm a problem solver. Well, you are. You're a crime fighter. No, you're a crime observer. Yep. And you are crime a crime reporter. Crime, yep. re- crime reporter. Mm-hmm. What re- I am. Mm-hmm. She reports crime as it happens. All right. Uh, telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks. I did not know this. And I put honey in my tea, in my coffee every morning. Uh, from National Geographic, the bee 
lives less than 40 days. That's their lifespan. 40 days. 40 days. In their lifetime, they will visit at least 1,000 flowers, but they will produce less than a teaspoon of honey. honey. Mm -hmm. And they are completely important to our entire ecosystem. For us, it is only a teaspoon of honey, but for the bee, it is their life. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, I I put honey in my coffee every morning. Why do you hate bees? I don't. I love bees. (laughs) I, I support bees. That's why I buy honey. I'm a bee lover. Uh, we reported yesterday that an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force set himself on fire outside of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. And I hate to say this, but he survived. Oh, God. An active duty member of the U.S. Air Force was critically injured Sunday after setting himself on fire outside of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., while declaring that he will, quote, no longer be complicit in genocide. Uh, The man, whose name was not released, walked up to the embassy shortly before 1 o'clock and began live-streaming on the video, Twitch. Law enforcement officials believe the man started the live stream, set his phone down, and then doused himself in an accelerant and ignited himself. Hmm. He did survive. Oh. Why would you want to? Uh, we had a little problem, Houston. Flight controllers are expected to lose contact either today or tomorrow with the Odysseus Lunar Lander. Ole Odie. Ole Odie. Yeah. This one is the one that landed on the south pole of the moon the other day. Is that right, Sam? That would be yeah. correct. Uh, it toppled over. On landing. The private U.S. spacecraft made it to the moon last Thursday, ushered in a new era of lunar missions. Since NASA's Apollo program ended five decades ago. That's right. This was the first time. Somebody says he has since died. Okay. Well, good for him. uh, Because I wouldn't want to live. This was the first time in 50 years that the United States, either publicly or privately, had been back to the moon. But things went. I see what you're doing here, Ryder. Things went sideways. The module tipped over. When it landed on the South Pole of the Moon. It seemed odd to me when they were cheering as much as they were. Obviously, huge feat to get something to land on the moon again. But it wasn't going to last very long when half of its solar panels were in the dirt. All right. Um, Let's talk about something that I understand. (laughs) Wait. We did moon moon and moon things on Monday. And we had Burns and Mac here talking about all the moon things. What else did we say about the moon thing? It should have been sponsored by Weeble Wobbles. (laughs) But they don't fall down. And this thing fell down. Nice. Thanks. (laughs) Well played. Ever. (laughs) Uh, Have you heard that Kansas City is welcoming a professional pickleball team? Did you not see this on the news the other night? I did not see this Uh, on the news. There is a pro team coming to Kansas City. I'm the coach. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Um... And look this up, Sam. Can you make money playing pickleball yet? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, sure. I don't even have spo- to look get, it up. Yeah, you get sponsorships. Okay. And you put them on your goofy little tight-fitting outfits. So the sport of pickleball is so popular that SW19 in Leewood, where I have played many a time with Brian, is now home to the Kansas City Stingers. That is the name of the professional team. Men and women over the age of 50. Ooh, I'm in. Yep. 
will make up the Stingers roster. Uh, bringing a pickleball team to Kansas City, which has its roots in being champions, especially right now. We are riding a great wave, quoting here from Wyatt. It means a ton. It brings a lot of exposure to the pickleball game in Kansas City. After two combines in March and a draft in April, opening weekend is slated for May. They got a women's team? It's men and women. Again, there is a combine in March. Is that where like you have to run and jump and mm-hmm. right? And Show then there is agility. a draft in April. If you think you have what it takes, there is a uh, here's the eligibility requirement. Stand by. Uh, here, here's the pamphlet. Hang on. Let, let me hey. see how many of go. these I qualify for. Here we go. For. Interested in becoming a Kansas City stinger? Here's what you need to know. Must be at least 50 years old in 2024. Whoa, 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 whoa. You will be. I'm aware. Okay. You have to have a minimum 4.5 DUPR rating. I think this is going to get us, Scott. I think we don't have the 4.5 rating. I don't know. Not even close. You guys are like a one or a two at most. What's a 4.5 DUPR? I think it's like one to five stars, and the national championship team is closer to five stars. Yeah. Whereas Scott and Dana are closer to maybe four. The league that we played in last year, Scott, was a zero to one skill level. (laughs) The league that Dana played in and lost every single match Mm -hmm. was a one to two skill level. You know what? I, I, why do you have to continually point out that we lost almost every game? Because you overachieved. You have to register for the draft. You can't just show up like you're some free agent. So, okay, so you got to register. Mm-hmm. Okay. How funny would it be, Sam, if I signed no. Scott up with the, with the interest form? I, I'm I'm being serious. I want you to try out. No. Why? Because I know that I'm not there. There's no way. I know, way. but we can film it no. <laughs> and make fun of you. You talk like you're there. Absolutely what are you talking about? Absolutely not. These are going to be like pro people that like used to probably play pro tennis like some of the um let me tell you this some of the um instructors at sw19 were former tennis pros turned pickleball uh wow you ain't seen nothing till you see that serve do you not remember how many times you've said on this program that you're on the circuit i know but just not this circuit (laughs) (laughs) just not the circuit that matters not the one that not the one that makes money i'm more on the circuit of let's have a glass of wine and have some fun and I still want to sweat it out and then maybe have another glass of wine and go home. That's more my circuit. Uh-huh. How much do I have to pay you to try to, out? No amount of money. Although it's a cute little logo, the Kansas City Stingers. Did they really see? call themselves the Stingers? That's what it's called. That is no. the name that has whoa, whoa, been chosen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like that name. What's what's wrong with Stingers? Well, it just sounds like what you're going to get when you fall down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goiter, not a stinger. A goiter is in your neck. (laughs) A goiter is a growth in your neck. Whatever that thing was on your wrist is what I call that. That Anyway. (laughs) Text line, how much is parking? (laughs) (laughs) The things that really matter. Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. So you you will be 50 years old in 2024. That's the only benchmark that I have cleared so, when it comes to this tryout no, process. No, that's not true. There, there are only three things you have to do. And I think we could do two of them for sure. Okay. You're going to turn 50 this year. Yep, check. That's easy. Okay. You need to register. Okay, you can't <laughs> just show up. Okay, check. Right? Yes. You have to register. How do we get you a 4.5 DUPR rating? Um, You swap me out with Monica Sellis. No. I think I can get you a 4.5 DUPR rating if we sign you up 
in a 4.5 DUPR I don't league. even know what DUPR stands for. I don't for. either. Don't underestimate pickleball returners. <laughs> what? What's a pickleball returner? Um, me, when I show up tonight to play. I'm a returning player because so, I played last ooh, week and I'm coming back it. for more this week. What does DUPR stand for? Dynamic Universal Pickleball Rating. Oh, it's like the gym Dynamic, system in golf. So it's like yeah. a handicap. Yeah. Yeah, Duper is the most accurate and only global rating system in all of pickleball. It's global. What's all your Duper? All players, regardless of their age, gender, location, or skill, are rated based on Duper, a scale from 2 to 8, which is based on their match results. Well, no, wait. You said you and I were a 0 to 1. Because we And then don't, you just said Duper was from 2 to 8. That's a low looper duper. <laughs> yeah, we don't... We don't make it onto the chart. We're, we're like, the pooper duper. We're, we're so bad. <laughs> yeah. We don't even register uh-huh. is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So if Dana were to register in a 4.5 duper league. Now you have to have a duper account. I would be injured and they would ask me very seriously, what are you doing here? Sam, I'm giving you a homework assignment. Do not sign me up for this thing. The hell I'm not. Oh. Oh, you want to make Dana a duper account? Dude, please don't do that. Do go- not do that to me. Although, what if I go in my duper's like a 6.5 and I just had no idea that I was that great? Sam, We've seen you play. Sam, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Sam, I'm giving you a homework assignment. No. I want you to do anything and everything that you can to get Dana a tryout with the Kansas City Stingers. No. Yes. I mean, I think I could get that done with a single phone call. Oh, stop it. It would bring attention. They, of course, they would welcome you. You would bring attention to their tryouts. I would be injured. You, I don't even have to falsify the duper ratings for that. <laughs> we know. That's what we're hoping we for. We started the year between the two of us with two bad knees, and now we have four. So, Sam, if you would uh, try to get Dana signed up All right. Okay. for the combine. Okay. No, I am not. Going to the combine. I would kill. I don't run. I would, this is going to be an agility test. I just want to know what her vertical leap is. I am not agile at all. I don't have agility. I know. That's why I want you signed up. Okay. We are so late to break. No, we're not. We're 50 seconds late to break. Sam, let me know how you get on the Dana signed up for the Kansas City Stingers. I, I don't think the combine is here, but I'll see what I can figure out. Do they have a merch? You better believe they do. Of course they do. It's a Band-Aid. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Good to be with you. <sighs> Story here from NBC's Today Show. Kellogg's CEO Gary Pilnick may have stepped in it. Kellogg CEO Gary Pilnick's cost-saving suggestion of eating cereal for dinner has yet to win over consumers who are feeling the strain of grocery oh. prices. Uh, Mr. Pilnick posed buying cereal for dinner to save money if you are short on cash in an appearance on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. He was cereal re- is crazy expensive. He was respond well, well, but it's like five dollars a box, but you can get. 
five or six bowls out of that. Oh my gosh! Is what he, he did was not just say that. And, and I'm not defending what he said. Right. What I'm saying is, was he trying to like offer it as an alternative, cost he, effective to like yes. steak or something? He he was basically saying, um, if you would feed you and your kids cereal at dinner. <laughs> So it's basically like a dollar a bowl. Right. And most cereal, you know, is sugar. Sure. Um, and carbs. Um, but anyway, um, if you just went through a, a, a box of cereal at night, your dinner is basically costing you five bucks. Basically, he's saying that the struggle that people are facing with grocery pr- prices is non-existent because all they should really do is buy more Kellogg products. That's that's actually accurate. Yeah. O- okay. Maybe I should have run that one by a PR firm. Cheerios, anybody? Uh, from the text line, I eat cereal for dinner a lot. I actually had cereal for dinner last night. I I love Crispix. <laughs> <laughs> what? I do, I do, I do. I love Crispix. What about Mucilix? No, because that that is just pure. Okay. Uh, okay. What pro- about that's protein and all bran? No, because that, that all that does is solidify my poop. <laughs> my grandpa used to eat all bran. If you took cardboard and tree bark and put it in your mouth, that's all brand. Have you ever had, um, gosh, dang it, what's the name of that cereal? I don't know. I can't get past the fact that you love Crispix. Grape nuts? Gra- that's it. Have you ever had Very grape nutty. Nuts? Very crunchy. Man, that is the most solid poo-poo I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I mean, I thought wheat things were for old people. Now, now, hold up, bro. Hold up, man. W- what's your problem with Crispix? That's a delicious cereal. All right. As long as you enjoy little it. A little sweet, a little salty, a little crunchy. Honey Bunches of Oats? Love me some Honey, love bunches, me some of honey bunches of Oats. I love Honey Bunches. Yeah. So my my three go-tos are, I, I still love the original Cheerios. I, Crispix is my favorite. And that's what I had for dinner last night. And then sometimes I'll, I'll diversify and I'll go to Honey Bunches of Oats. However, if I'm feeling frisky. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling a little weird. <laughs> I may buy a box of Lucky Charms. Ooh, and, oh. per- and pretend that I'm ten again. Magically I mean, it's delicious. Good stuff. All what? right. I, I, if you had to rank the worst cereals you can buy, no, what I'm, would I'm, be I'm on your at, list? I no, have to look at a list. this is just think about as a child the the cereal that was just. And it could be different for different people. Like I you, know. you, I you might know. say like Cocoa Krispies because you don't like sugar. No, and Cocoa I never, Krispies is good. It's a little too malty for me. Huh. Uh, number one on my list, worst cereal that I've ever eaten in my life. Okay. I, I ate it one time and I'll never eat it again. Fruit Loops. I love Fruit Loops. The most disgusting Tasting no, 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 no. Cereal. You must have like just like drank mouthwash or like like what? used mouthwash and then ate it if that was no. so bad. Fruit Loops are incredible. Who doesn't like Fruit Loops? This guy. Why? Fruit Loop milk is the best. Oh, it's phenomenal. Best drink ever. No, I mean like all brand. Think like the all worst. All brand's pretty bad. Blech. Well, I'm just I'm I'm. You asked me what my least favorite cereal is. Uh, grain nuts would be up there. All brand would certainly be up there. Uh, shredded okay. wheat. What's uh, what's the dark? Uh, you you know when you make like um, Chex Mix. Yeah, yeah. What's the dark brown? The Chex rye mix? chips. They're so rye. good. Okay, someone Ugh. actually ranked this, and it's stupid, and I don't believe anything they say because All Brand came in at number thirty-five, 
and there is literally no way all brands should come in at number 35. No, it should be at okay. number one. Followed by, at 34, the shredded wheat large brick. Should be closer to number one right. because there's remember, no flavor in remember those things. The, like, it's just a brick that goes in a bowl. Those are the tastiest things on the planet. No, and then you're supposed to, like, chop it up. That's disgusting. Okay, 34, shredded wheat. Followed by 33, fiber one. 32, yeah. mucilix. See, these are all... Um, Sounds like a medicine. I, I have listen to mucilix. You, listen, you like mucilix? You must be fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by corn bran squares. Special K, Crave yeah. Vector, I don't know what that is, Nesquik, Mini Wheats. Oh, I don't agree with this list at all. Let me go to the top 10. Yeah, please do. Oh, this is a terrible list. All right. Top 10, Crispix comes in. Number 10 is the worst. Sorry. Uh, Crispix is the greatest cereal of all time. Number nine, Sugar Crisp, which literally says it feels like you're eating a bowl of sugar. Number eight, Fruit Loops. Uh-huh. I told you. Number seven, Lucky Charms. I love Lucky Charms. Number six, Blueberry Checks. Number five, Frosted Flakes. I don't agree with that. Followed by Honey Nut Cheerios, which I love. Captain Crunch, which I love. Wait, what? You said this was worse cereal? Worse cereal. Number two, Reese's Puffs. I agree with that. No. No, yes. And they, oh, yeah. I do not agree with this at all. Peanut they butter chocolate flavor. list the number one worst as Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's absolute. There's no way that's right. Okay, worst for you? Because I could see that being true. No, I think she said the worst. I, I, I don't. Like worse nutritionally, I could agree with, but no. No, because um, Crispix is not bad for you nutritionally. Uh, on Reddit, they came up with the Kashi Cinnamon Harvest. I've had that before, like back when I was doing, I don't know, 20 years ago, like a weird diet. That Kashi cereal, K-A-S-H-I. Yeah. Ooh, what kind of good. diet were you on where you ate that? I don't know. That's garbage. Ugh. I mean, that is just pure fire. I mean, that is... Bran flakes. How did we forget bran flakes? My grandfather loved all of those. The brick of shredded wheat, the bran flake, blech, all bran. The worst thing about shredded wheat was that you could never eat it fast enough before it just became a soggy where's, block of. Where's Wheaties on this list? It's just Wheaties are delicious. Plain and blech. it's just boring. Don't you remember all bran looks like little brown worms? Yes. Clovers and blue moons, unicorns, rainbows, and tasty red balloons. That's me, Lucky Charms. You're mischievously delicious. Oh, now, now we're mischievously delicious. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. By the way, we are monitoring the weather. And the temperature is... It's going down. Yeah, it's going down It's like down that fast. new song that goes going down, 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 was, down, it was, down. It was, it was 75 this time last hour. It is now 60 degrees. The temperature has dropped 15 degrees by 5 o'clock. So in the next 15 minutes, it's going to go down to 57. By 6 o'clock, when we leave tonight, 49. Overnight low tonight, 18. Unhook your hoses. And let the faucet drip. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie III. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Forgot to tell you, I got a little testy today. 
on the phone with somebody. A little chippy? Well, I did. Um, so my phone rings, and it says U.S. Bank. And that's whom I have my uh, my car payment through. Yeah. Okay? And so I look down at my phone, and I was on a Zoom call, and I see it's U.S. US Bank, and I'm like, huh, that's weird. Uh, so I, I go into the other room, and I take it. And she's, this lady's like, I'm calling for Scott Parks. And I said, this is him? And she said, hi, it's U.S. Bank. And um, we need to settle your monthly car payment. You're two, two weeks in arrears. Ooh, arrears. Which, is, which is not like me. Oh, that's a Dana move. <laughs> I, I, nice. get a, I get a bill. <laughs> I get a bill. I write the check immediately. Right. And it goes in the mail. And I said, literally writes the check. Yes, that is correct. And she said, um, you're, you're in arrears, you're two weeks late. And I said, well, I, I said, I, I don't know how that's even possible. Uh, I must have not even gotten a bill. And she says, would you like to pay it with your account on file? And I said, yes, of course I would. Uh, I, I don't I don't like being in debt. I don't want to be in debt. And I, I don't. I don't think she was not right or real, but she says, so the card that, or the account that we're taking no. this out of scam ends in five, one, one, five. Nope. And I looked at my checking card and I said, that is not correct. And she says to me, I, I, we will were, you tell me what is the number? <laughs> no, what is your social security I, would never, I would never do that. So what is the number? And, and she said, "Well, that's what you—that's what you paid us with a year and a half ago on a Bank of America account." Nope. I said, "I have never in my life—nothing against Bank of America, right?" But I, I bank at Cap Fed, have since I was a kid. And I said, "I have never banked at Bank of America in my life." She goes, "Well, we have you on file five one one five. I said, "That's not me." And she said, "Well, I need you to give me." your banking routing number so that we can go ahead and no! get, get your car payment. And I, it started to get a little bit testy. And I said, listen, lady, I said, I will go to a U.S. bank branch tomorrow and I will pay this car payment that you never sent me. Right. But I, I said, you're sus. Please tell me you did not use that word. I did. That's awesome. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. Full stop. Was it a scam? I, I'm telling I don't know. You, I guarantee you it's a scam. Yeah, I, I said, I said, you I said, let's let's take a breath. Cause she was like getting in my grill. Yeah, they're they're trained to do that. So you give over your actual bank digits. And I said, listen, lady, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but you're calling me, asking me for a payment, claiming that I paid with a Bank of America account ending in 5115 a year and a half ago when I've never banked with Bank of America in my life. Scam. How long did you stay on the phone with her? Because she's like, we got, we've got a live one here. Three minutes. No. I said, if you think for one minute I'm going to give you any of my financial information, you're crazy, you're sus. Okay. And let me guess, you haven't gotten a call back since. Mm-mm. You said, full stop, no cap, we out. You know why? That was a scam. You know what I did? Protected myself. <laughs> <laughs> of course After almost did. falling for it. Of course What are you, you talking did. about almost falling for it? 
you even entertain the phone call. I told you about the time that my fraud people called me because they shut my card off. And I said, I don't believe this is Bank of America. Hung up, called the fraud people, and the same guy answered the phone. <laughs> oh, hey, Mike. Sorry. Just wanted to make sure you were you. Yep. That was Mike. <laughs> He's I mean, got this. I'm like, that was Mike. I go, I go, I'm sure you're legit. No, she was not. Do not tell them that. But I'm not giving you no, any Scott, information. She is then going to take your phone number and send it around to every scammer across the world and be like, man, we were close with this one. We almost reeled him in. <laughs> Call now. Uh, from the New York Post, a woman was charged more than $1,000 for a Subway sandwich, leaving her cash strapped and struggling to afford groceries and still has not gotten a refund from the sandwich chain. Yeah, I saw Should have gotten cereal. Uh, let- <laughs> <laughs> really? What cereal would you have gone with, Sam? I don't know. Maybe Crispix. Mm, Crispix. That's a delicious treat. Letitia Bishop visited a subway located in the Thornton's gas station in Columbus, Ohio last month, where she ordered three sandwiches for herself and for her family. Bishop's debit card was charged a staggering $1,021.50 for the order, including a $1,010 charge for a single sandwich, according to the receipt. The standard price of a foot long is between $6.50 and $12. $12? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, after picking up her sandwiches and leaving the Ohio subway location, Bishop noticed the hefty charge. Did she not notice it when she was putting I, her card in? Well, how many times did you just stick that thing in and you're like, okay, and you press the green button and you're like, see ya. Hmm. I mean, I... Uh, she went back to the, the restaurant. They said you need to contact the corporate office. The problem with that is, according to Bishop, nobody answers the phone at the corporate office. Oh, yeah, good luck. That's like trying to, I'm going to call Google and see what they think about this. How would you call Google? You don't. There is no way to reach. You could Google the phone number. Any of those places. Hang on. I love that she's trying to call someone at Subway. And then the local Subway is probably like, what? Uh, I don't know. Hang on. Um... No, Google does not have a phone number. No. Okay. Hey, when we get back, uh, I don't have a ton of information on this story, but we got enough to be dangerous. A local city is now saying some homeowners may see their property tax bills double if you are thinking about using your home as a little short-term rental for some cash on the side. What? Good to that and much more coming up in just a moment. Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in two minutes here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.